Hello and welcome to the Miss Rolling Podcast. My name is Jacob Staten and as always, I'm joined by the third 118 brother who was too ugly for TV, JJ Armstrong. That's horrible, that. That's a horrible start to this new, refreshed season of Miss Rolling In. We're here, season four. Uh, people that are watching this on YouTube might notice something a little bit different, Jacob, and what what is that? We are now on camera. We are now on camera. Believe it or not, JJ has just had a shower and washed his hair, so he did look worse 15 <laughs> minutes ago. Um but yeah, we're, we're we're live we're live and kicking, aren't we? We're on we're on vid. For those for those that listen uh, audio only, treat yourselves. Look at YouTube. You can find the the link on our Twitter or Instagram. Treat yourself. Uh, throw up in your mouth and close that window back down and get back to audio. Um, for those that are watching this on YouTube, this is a whole new world. I've you can comment what you like. I've had it all. I've been told like Anne Frank, Gail Platt, that guy from the Undateables. I've had it all. I look like this. I'm not proud of it. It is what it is. We might go to Eastbourne, but where we are going is the Premier League. So welcome to a new season of the Miss Rolling In podcast. Welcome. So as we kicked off all of last season, uh, we're going to start in the exact same place. JJ, what are you drinking? Uh, Well, I can actually show people now if you're on video. Get it on. With my name written on it, which is pathetic, just so it doesn't get stolen from my uh, girlfriend. Drinking water, my liver's taken yet another kick in, which I feel like I say every time we record now, uh, but I need to just not drink alcohol for a while. Got another stag do coming up. Um, so I, I just, I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing my uh, body ability. I can't even speak that stuff from everything. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm not drinking anything. What about you? I've got the 1079. I'm sipping back. Other other cheap household beers are available. But uh, this one's the best. That's so my, there we go. That's a favourite beer that I've never heard of. That. Oh, look at it. Lovely. Oh, that, that's just, this is all going to be nonsense to the people listening on audio now. We've we've sort of ruined it a bit. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's prime. Right. Well, JJ, something else is new this week. Dive in and talk to us. Yeah, this is where we we sell you a load of stuff. So this week we've launched a new website, missrollingin.co.uk. It's just shown up on the screen. Uh, That wasn't intentional, but we host our podcast on there now. And also we started to sell some products. So we've got an A3 Wembley poster to celebrate going up. Don't know if you remember, but that did actually happen. Yeah, Um, it's real. And I've designed an A2 or A3, depending on your preference, wall chart with our Premier League fixtures. The idea being on that, each week you fill in the scores at the end of the year, at the end of the season. Hopefully you've got a piece of art there that you filled in yourself that sort of commemorates the season we've had and you can frame it to mark the fact that we managed to get ourselves into a European spot or at the very least stay up. And if we don't, rip it in shreds and bin it. But that's the idea, which I think is, you know, not to self-congratulate, I think it's a banging idea and they look really cool. So missrollingin.co.uk. Um, then apparently you might make the way to us tomorrow. So we'll work on getting them shipped out. We've had quite a few orders. We'll work on getting them shipped out by the end of the week. But take a look. I think I think they're pretty cool. Um, it's a bit of fun. Um, and anyone, anyone who's ordered so far as well, thank you very much. Um, 
know, we we are going to reinvest everything back into into more posters and more 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 cool stuff to go on the website. So yeah, yeah, it's, uh, really appreciated. Also, um, and we've oh sorry, I've cut you off there. <laughs> also, we've got the launch of a Instagram account. We only used Twitter before, but we've got Instagram now. We've got no followers on there. So do us a favor, follow us on there. It's at Miss Rolling Pod, same as our Twitter. Um, and today marked the release of Fantasy Football. It's back, particularly the Fantasy Premier League, the official one. So we've set up a league there. Um, there's a link on our Twitter for that. You want to join it? The code is I6ICZD. Forest players are in it, which is incredible so anyway that's enough of us flogging stuff to you and promoting stuff quite a lot going on but as you can see we've got a video we're trying to up the production this year we're, we're a premier league team so it needs a premier league podcast you know absolutely um and i suppose as a premier league team one of the most eagerly anticipated pieces of uh of, of i don't know what i'm saying here but one of the most in- eagerly anticipated releases was the the brand new kit jj um, yes. yes. Which is, I don't want to say it's, it's split. It's split opinion. It's certainly not as kind of well received as I imagine the club and uh, Macron hoped it to be. Um, JJ, what's your opinion? All for it. I've, I've, as you can see, again, plug in the video. But the background is the Trent, uh, the Trent little thing. I love that. I think that's so cool. Um, I think it's a banger. I think the reason it's not been so well received is because I think people might perceive it to be incomplete or unfinished because there's no sponsor on it. So it might look a bit weird, but once there's a sponsor on it, I think it's going to be a banger, but I I, I love it. I, I brought it straight away. I think it arrives without the sponsor. So I think I'm going to keep it that way. I think in many ways I prefer that. Uh, it looks a bit more classic unless the sponsor makes it. Like I think boxed, really made the shirt. I think it was a really nice, clean sponsor, but if it's an ugly sponsor this year, I've got the option to keep it, but I love it. I think the Trent details was a really nice touch. Um, really excited to see the away in third kit. Um, someone that I know that didn't enjoy it because all I saw online for the past week was you on every single Forest post or Forest social media complaining about it. What's up with you? So... You know the, the the teaser they gave us of the uh, the raw iron work from the from Trent Bridge on the sleeves. Um, I got it in an instant. I knew what it was. It, it looked amazing. I was expecting this. As you can see, I've got my 1991 uh, FA Cup final shirt on. Um, I was expecting some big white collars, that pattern all over the or you know across the the, the shirt. Um, and as, as you've said, it's a it's an unfinished training shirt. Well, you said that might be some people's opinion. In, in my opinion, it's an unfinished training shirt. Um, the sleeves are fantastic. I like the fact it's on the sleeves, but you know, the collar looks like two different unfinished collars on, on top of each other. Um, and the rest of the kit is just a bland without being classy, if that makes sense. You know, we have had, I think we've had a, a I'm not, I'm not going to say exactly which one it was, but in my, in my head, I'm thinking of one in the not too distant past that was kind of very plain, but very classy. It started out so well with that teaser, with the raw iron work on the sleeves, and it didn't. Uh, it's not cut the mustard for me, um, and I'll, I'll be waiting until it's a tenner at the end of the season. Uh, I love it. I love it. 
Uh, but I do, you know, I do have high hopes for the for the away in the the third kit. Um, I've got an inkling that the away kit will be yellow, as a kind of a, like our, our classic. This is what our away kit is, and uh, I'd like something different for the third kit. I'd like I like a green one. Ooh. I would love a green one. Um, just throwing it out there. I'm it going. It, so I'm going white away, yellow third. I think I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. There's been some rumours that the third kit is gold, or one of the, or the way kit's gold. Apparently, I don't know how that's going to work. But yeah, I, love, I don't, I don't I love mind. Kits. Yeah, I don't mind a funky. I don't mind a thun- funky third kit. Obviously, it needs to be really, doesn't it? If you need to get as far as a third kit, but uh, yeah, I'd uh, yellow or white for the away kit would would wash. For, you know, as well, even a blue one. I th- I'm basically just listing colours from the rainbow now, so yeah, I'm, yeah I'd be happy. Any, any colour will do, as, as long not... as it's not an Ab- unfinished Aberdeen training kit. Boom. It's fine, <laughs> so moving on swiftly to uh, we're going to discuss signings and uh, basically start with a confirmed signing. So we. Uh, Mr. Marinakas, uh, God bless him, has uh, got his checkbook out and broke our transfer record Some for uh, for uh, Iwan Ii from uh, Union Berlin for seventeen point five million pounds. Um, quite a you know, quite a, a big, beastly striker. I think looking at him, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I don't watch YouTube highlights because they are only highlights. You don't see how bad they can be. Um, goal area of the game last season, which is kind of my benchmark for a good striker. In a top five European league is awesome. Um, he's clearly, well, clearly looking at him, he's going to be the, a Keenan Davis type player. Um, and I, I, you know, exciting. It's yeah, apparently he was well thought after by not just teams in the Premier League, but teams, you know, I, I believe Borussia Dortmund were interested. So it's uh, it's a really good, really good signing, and um, uh, hopefully it'll it'll hit the hit the ground running. Yeah, there's there's a. I think people call it the Bundesliga tax. It's obviously not always guaranteed that the transition to the Premier League, they will hit those same numbers. Um, I think, you know, for me, if you can get anywhere near 15, we're all right. Uh, we've got Johnson, who I think can chip in goals. But I think if he is anything like Davis, like people are suggesting, and he can hold up the ball and drive it forward, that's really important to the way we play, as we have seen last season. So... Really excited to see. It's one of those, I don't know much about him. I won't pretend to know much about him, but really look forward to seeing what he brings. Excited by what people have said that he brings. So yeah, bring it on. And it just shows that Maranakis is willing to bank as he's dipped into the pocket straight away and broke the record signing almost instantly. So well, we can't ask for more than that, really. Not not a thing more, not a thing more, which, which brings us nicely into... The summer's second signing, which is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, Crazy. there is a small caveat which I'm not too happy with, but uh, Dean Henderson, England, England's Dean Henderson, all in from Manchester United. Um, what a what a signing! Um, my, my only small caveat of an issue is there's no option to buy, to, to buy permanently. Apparently, pardon me, which is um, not HP. I, I think we should have learned from the Keenan Davis situation. I mean. You know, it's one thing if if there was absolutely no option of a of, of a of a option to buy, that's one thing. Still getting them loans a, a real coup, but um, I think we're going to end up possibly in a, in another Keenan Davis situation where if he has a good season and we stay up, we're going to be priced out of a move, um, which is yeah. frustrating. It's always an issue with loan players. Uh, I, I suppose 
an even smaller caveat is this does mean that James Garner can't come alone again. That's what I thought your caveat would be. Um, I thought, because obviously you are in James Garner's fan club as as the president. Um, Obviously that's got in, you know, dip into the pocket, let's maybe buy him. But um, I never thought Forrest would have Dean Anderson, you know, England keeper. I think people probably roll their eyes at this. I think he's Man United's best keeper. Um, <laughs> Jacob's shaking his head there. Uh, I'd, I've got friends. This is your Miss Rolling In podcast bingo. Got friends that are Sheffield United fans, so I've seen him, watched him closely for quite a while. Um, their first season in the Prem under him, he essentially dragged them up to that top half finish. He saved them so many points. He made one or two mistakes. Keepers often do, but all that with a sweeper keeper, don't you? Yeah, but he's he's incredible. Um, I, if someone said that he wasn't an upgrade on Samba, they'd be lying to you through very, very heart-shaped eyes. Um, I love Samba as much as the next person, but Dean Henderson is an upgrade. That is just facts. And I can't believe we've got him. I don't know how other Premier League clubs haven't gone in for him. Um, the fact that there was even talk of an option to buy would be crazy because I don't understand how Nottingham Forest could own Dean Henderson as a potential England number one keeper. So, again, incredible business, but I don't really know how it's come about, but I'm not complaining. It's incredible. I think think United would have been reluctant to sell to anyone who finished above them last season, uh, who already have established... And I think they'd be reluctant to sell to it. Someone like Wolves or West Ham uh, who have the who have the potential to, to to kind of finish above them this season? Hence, why you know mm. they, they definitely don't see us as a threat. Um, we've probably got a good relationship from the work we've done with pro, with progressing and improving James Garner. Yeah. Um, you know, that, I, I imagine Steve Steve Cooper has some kind of uh, had some kind of contact with him at some England level. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't I don't imagine it was a hard sell for either club or, or the player or the manager. So. I think everybody wins. It's just that that no option to buy may prove to bite us at the end of the season if, if mm. the best happens and we stay up and he plays well. Um, and obviously the fact that it means that because you can only have two loan signings in the Premier League and you can't have you, they can't both be from the same club, it does mean that James Garner can't join on loan. Um, but yeah, aside from that, it, it's still a it's still a solid eight nine out of ten signing. Yeah, incredible. I think. I think it'll become 10 out of 10 by the end of the season. I think he'll be important to us. And like you say, towards the end of the season, we might be ruining the the non-option to buy because what happens after the season's gone, if he's as good as I think he's going to be, you know, is it time for De Gea to move on and he becomes Man U's number one? Yeah. Where does that That's leave enough. us? We're in the market for an expensive keeper then to replace him. You know, it is all these questions. Let's worry about that later. Let's stay up first. Um, yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's just enjoy yeah. where we're at. But, you know, at the back of your mind, that is the questions you you begin to ask. Yeah, which um, brings us to Julian Bianconi, signed for five million pounds from Troyes. In the or Troyes, uh, as I said before we started recording. Troyes. Troyes. Um, no, from uh, yeah, he. Uh, I was under the understanding that he is predominantly a right back. Um, reading from Daniel Taylor on Twitter either today or yesterday, he seemed to suggest he was predominantly going to be a, a centre-back for us, mm. which is interesting. Uh, but, you know, having that flexibility, apparently, you know, he can push comes to shove, play left-back as well. Um, like a, a fairly young as well, um, decent 
experience in in france and belgium so you know relatively low fee especially in today's market so i, I don't see there's no real loss here apart no. from the fact that you know he's kind of untested at a, a real level in my opinion yeah i think i've seen a lot of people are excited by him again i think he's one of the best defenders in his league um last season don't know much about him but right center back that can play right back that push comes shove can play left back you know that's flexibility that's what we need we spent a lot of season with Cole back at left back I don't knock him in the championship he did a great job and he saved us a lot um but just having that flexibility and squad plays that we can rely on I think it's going to be important so I think our defense is starting to shape up nicely again not going to pretend to know much about him but excited he's a red I'm excited to see him kick on Absolutely. And then we're going to jump to uh, rumoured signings now. Um, so these will range from uh, Fabrizio Romano, here we go, all the way to, uh, Jesus Christ, I wish that had happened. Um, so we'll start with uh, Naikaite, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, we've had the here we go confirmed. Apparently that'll be, could be even tonight, could be tomorrow. Um, on a £10 million deal with £5 million add-ons from Mines in the Bundesliga. Mm which is a bit cheaper than I'd, I'd initially understood it to be, which is fantastic. Um, Morgan Gibbs-White from Wolves, uh, which would be phenomenal. Um, Harry Toffolo, who's a, who's the left-back for Huddersfield, and um, I don't remember his first name, but O'Brien. Lewis, I think. Lewis O'Brien from, uh, from Huddersfield, both from Huddersfield. Uh, Nico Williams, obviously, who's a, a full-back either side, predominantly right-back, though, from Liverpool as a kind of alternative to Jed Spence. And uh, Omar Richards, who's a who's a left back playing for Bayern Munich, uh, who signed for them, I believe it was a, I want to say a free transfer. He joined them from Reading, uh, either last season or the season before. So, uh, is there any of those stand out to you, JJ? Any anything that you kind of, any of those that you kind of, I mean, need over the line? Just all of them. Like, I'm thinking of a Forest squad. These players in is really. I've said it about fifty times so far, but really exciting. Gibbs White for me is the one. I, I he makes this Forest squad. He is incredible. I'd you know get your bingo card out. Sheffield United friends watched him a lot last season. Um, he's phenomenal. He's way too good for the championship, um, and I think he's he's prem level. And the thought of him, Johnson and Awani up top, like yeah. come on, there's goals in that. Um, excited by Nia Kate. I don't know how you say it, but. That here we go seems to be confirmed. He's the captain of a Bundesliga team, really highly rated. You know, we're pulling captains from teams. That's impressive. There you go. O'Brien and Toffolo, I today I rewatched the championship final back in its entirety. Um, just because it still doesn't feel real. It still doesn't feel real watching it. But knowing that they were I had a bit more of a view on them, knowing that we were linked to them and you know, they're great. Didn't really notice at the time but that O'Brien in particular was everywhere. Toffolo did yeah. a great job keeping Spence and Johnson quiet, which I think is a task in itself. Um, but O'Brien particularly looks really good. He looks like a he can drive us forward and play that Garner role. So excited for him. Nico Williams, uh, you know, gutted about Jed Spence going to Spurs, but Nico Williams more than fills that gap for me. He was really good last year. Um, fairly cheap as well, I think, for... Is, have we had a rumoured fee? Was it 10 million, 50 million? Am I making that up? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
I think yeah. that's quite cheap for a player of his caliber. I think he's mm-hmm. similar to Spence in ability, and Spence is almost double that price. So really happy for that. And he can play left back if needed again. So we've got that flexibility. Um, don't know much about Omar Richards, but you know, I'll take I mean, him. I'll take him. I think I think with Omar Richards, it's uh, you know he's a he was at Reading, but you know if he if he's good enough to even mean given the chance of buying, it means he's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, he's made some Champions League appearances. You've got to be good yeah. to do that. I think the the difference is, you know, we've got Owen who took his team to Europa. Was it Europa that he took them to? Um, got near Kate. I think yeah, when I he was playing for Union Berlin. They didn't, they weren't in Europe. But he, he, because of his goals this season, he took them to Europa, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yes, I would um, do that. Yeah. You got near Kate, I believe, played in Europe. Who knows? Um, may have Omar Richards played in Europe so we've got we've, we're getting these players in that have the ability to play in Europe and they're choosing to come to Forest you know we've got a captain of a side coming to Forest it's just a fantastic time to be a, a Forest fan but most importantly we're looking at a Forest transfer window that's structured that's considered that's thought of um, obviously gutted about the loans not coming back but not really that bothered anymore Zinc and Argyll and Lowe you know, you look at them with emotional, bleary eyes, but they're not being sort of, they're not getting too emotional about these signings. They're making the right calls, I think. So really excited and, you know, it's a weird time to look at a Forest recruitment strategy and think we're doing the right things and not making mistakes. Gate and Bong I, I, and Diakabi are things of the past now. Yeah. I think out of that list, I think Gibbs White's the most important um, mm. because we've lost Sink and Argyle. Um, Oh, I know we didn't lose him. We've gone to Olympiacos, so I suppose theoretically he could be out at any point. Mm. Um, but that's that cam position is one that we don't really have an alternative in right now. Mm. And you put Morgan Gibbs White in there, and you put in a, a, a round peg and a round hole. So it's you know it's 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 a great signing. Um, Are you going to do your Billy back- Davis impression off the back of that? It's standard round pegs and round holes, Natalie. Very Russian, um, but need- carry on. <laughs> Uh, we need we need fullbacks, which is which is obvious. Um, obviously, as, as both fullbacks were on loan last season, you know, kind of realistically thinking about it, we were never really going to get Jed Spence, uh, Max Lowe, great player, but too, far too injury prone to take a risk. You know, if there's no predetermined fee, we're going to get the same thing from Sheffield United. We're go- they're going to try and sting us for him. Um, so I can understand why. I've heard seen rumours of Lowe to uh, Olympiacos as well. Yeah. So theoretically, could be ours at any point. Um, but yeah, I think. That list of players, and I'd like to chuck a sneaky, sneaky one at the bottom and say I've just got a feeling about James Garner on a permanent. Um, I don't think Ten Hag will play him because he wants Frankie De Jong coming in, um, and I, I think a kind of ten, fifteen million fee with a with an option to buy back would be on the cards. I think and I think everybody wins in that situation. Um, well, they're getting Ericsson in as well, so you know, yeah. is he going to get uh, a chance? As as, yeah, as much as I think he'd be worth it. He could hold his own in that team, mm. and um, you know, he does. De- he deserves a chance, in my opinion. I just don't think he's going to get one. So why not come and play Premier League football with us? They've got the option to buy back. Everybody wins, especially you know, us and us and James Garner. So yeah, um, just worth mentioning. This isn't technically a signing, but probably one of the most important bits of businesses can't speak that we have done in this window, but. Uh, Brennan Johnson's contract extension. If we 
purchase someone, if we went up and we purchased someone of his calibre from the championship, it would yeah. cost us considerable amounts of money. But, million, but the impact that he has on the squad, you know, he's playing Premier League football with Forrest. I think it's such a important signing. I'm chuffed to bits that, you know, the likes of Worrell and Johnson are playing Premier League football with Forrest. So, yeah, it's very strange time. We don't have to sell our prized asset. We can afford him. We can give him that that playing time in the Premier League. So, yeah, a very key bit of business that. Yeah. And he's going straight yeah. to my fantasy football team. Oh, absolutely. Any Forest fan doesn't have Brennan Johnson in. Moving to the uh, outgoings. Um, I suppose not to dwell on this too long, but Ethan Horvath, uh, apparently our highest earner, um, yeah, has weird. gone out on loan to uh, Luton. Um, I think that's a very astute move. Um you know, if we were to go back down, we have a ready-made championship goalkeeper coming straight back to us, um, which is fantastic. He's going to get a full season of games, presumably. Although apparently they've got four goalkeepers now, so I hope he gets a full season of games. Um, it's just a, a win-win situation. Uh, we'll want somebody of his age and calibre sitting on our bench in the Premier League, so mm. that's awesome. Uh, and the sweet prince, the sweet prince le shit house, um, Bree Samba has finally moved to his uh, to Lons. Um, yeah, it's um, it's it's a bit bittersweet. I wish him all the best. Thank you for the the amazing amazing memories. I think it's something crazy. Like he only missed thirteen games in three seasons. Really? Uh, when you consider that he, you know, suspensions have been sent off and things like that, it's uh, some good some good going. Um, yeah. But yeah, he will live long in the memory. Uh, and I and I hope Forest fans don't really kind of sour to the situation. Uh, and um, mm. yeah, it's just a thank you, I suppose. Yeah, it's bizarre that he's going. Um, honestly, when we finished, when we won at Wembley, if someone said to me, by the way, Bree Samba's not going to be your keeper next year. And, you know, after what he did at Sheffield United, yeah. after what he did the entire season, you know, or what he's done yeah. for us over the past few years, Bree Samba's no longer going to be your keeper. I'd have laughed because that is just so odd to think about that he's I- not going to be our keeper anymore. Henderson's an upgrade, but. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't feel like it was needed. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Sabri in the Premiership. But it is. It's yeah. what it is. Uh, I, who knows what went on behind the scenes? Who knows? Yeah. Well, I, I think kind of w- w- the overarching story that I've got from this whole thing is that I've heard that he didn't. He got offered the same deal, which is, is wrong on every level from Forrest, if that's the case. Um you know, he, he deserved a, a pay rise and then a, a Premier League bump, in my opinion. Um, but kind of, his, you know, his his claim that he deserved a pay rise in line with his statue within the club has only been cemented, in my opinion, by the outpouring of love mm-hmm. that's been on Twitter and all of the social media for him since the kind of confirmation that he's leaving. You know, he was this beloved figure. He was a quality goalkeeper. He is in all our hearts. So, you know, it kind of cemented that in, um, but also I, I don't really see anyone. Anyone, no one's really come out of this badly. You know, he, he's he's moving home. He's got a good move in the in Liga, and we we've got Dean Dean Henderson, England mm-hmm. goalkeeper, also. It's you know, uh, you know, it's, everyone's kind of kind of quids in. It just felt a little bit unnecessary overall. Yeah, um, very. I think you know, Forest fans talk to him a lot 
because of his charcery and you know what he's like. He loves winding up the away fans. He loves winding up the players. I can tell you now, Dean Henderson is from cut from the same cloth in that respect. I think yeah. it won't take him long to win over Forest fans in the same regard. He's, mm. he's a bit of a shithouse himself. So I think sometimes you have to be like that to be a keeper. So I think, oh, I think all, all, all keepers are wide different, aren't they? Yeah, so, so. we have to be to be to literally stand there facing rockets and pingers coming at you. But I, yeah, I think I think we'll swiftly get over him. But he won't be forgotten. He's the uh, in my lifetime certainly the best keeper Forest have had. Um, the memories that he's given us have been amazing. That penalty shootout, we'll always remember that. As a yeah. as a key memory in my life, um, I'll never forget you saying that he's terrible at saving. Penalties didn't say that. Before. I didn't say terrible at saving penalties. I said he's not going to save one because I didn't um, because it's just the forest way. But you know, uh, he very funny for people that can see the video. Uh, Jacobs and insert no, no, here, <laughs> but. <laughs> what was my point? Yeah, he went, it's that penalty shootout and he owned it. That was his penalty shootout. Yes. Um, yes. Confidence Golden from that lad. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks a lot. That's all I can say. I'll miss you, but we've got Dean Henderson. So <laughs> I won't miss you that much, but I will miss you really. Love you. So um, this this rounds out this week's episode, uh, the new season of The Miss Rolling In. Um, we're going to kind of do probably shorter weekly weekly. Uh, updates for you throughout pre-season um, next week we're going to look to cover off the uh, impending friendlies um, we probably we didn't really want to do it this week because there's no ticket information been announced so we don't know which ones we're going to we're going to get to um, I think probably everyone's going to hope to try and get to the Valencia one at Meadow Lane which will be pretty cool mm. um, I'm personally looking forward to the Notts County one uh, I remember the kind of the ones where we were on the pitch 3-2 you know awesome games um, really good to kind of try and reignite that kind of friendly rivalry. Um, but yeah, we'll cover those off on the on next week's podcast. And um, if you're uh, listening again, thank you very much for coming back. And if you're listening for the first time, it's been great to have you. And uh, you, it's you, it's. <laughs>